This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, you're listening to Enterprise. I'm Frida Liu. Media strategist, public speaker, entrepreneur and author Andrew Chow is back with us this time to discuss his new book, Personal Branding 247. Now, the book claims to be a comprehensive guide to performing a brand audit of yourself, strategies by positioning yourself as a premium brand and communicating that uniqueness to make it visible. Welcome back, Andrew. Yes, very nice to be on our show. Thank you. So you promised this book is not Mm. just a compilation of exhaustive suggestions on how people can develop their brand. So how is this book different from the other personal branding books? Okay, first off, many personal branding books out there, they are focusing on how to communicate that brand, how to make it visible. For example, a lot of books will tell you, be visible on social media, write a blog, become a public speaker, write a book, uh, network a lot. So all this, I, I believe you've heard a lot of times, making yourself visible, it's only the end equation. Mm. But my book focuses on uniqueness, make visible. So I don't focus on visibility. I focus on helping people to do a brand audit to discover their uniqueness. See, uniqueness ah. is something people have to discover. Visibility is something that people can see even without a rocket science mind. They can see what you're doing, but they don't know why you're doing it. So my focus on the book, really, it's comprehensive. I want to ask you, why are you doing what you do? Mm. How do you do it? And how do you make it more visible so that more people can be served? So that is the difference one book. And I'm sure along the way we'll be talking because some people will say, I don't see anything unique about myself. That's true. Okay. That's true. <laughs> okay, so before we go any further, so let's get into a definition mm. of personal branding, right? Mm. And why this is important. Okay, many people think personal branding is self-promotion. It is a form. It is a form of self-promotion. It is an art of self-promotion, but it is not self-promotion only. It is about discovering that unique positioning that you have, your strength, your vision, your mission, and your values. All this combination, find out what is the best way to contribute something positive to the world. Mm. So it starts off with who you are. Knowing your personality is very important. And we have gone through many different personality uh, talk shows in the past. So assuming you've gone past that, you've got to ask yourself, what is your vision in life? Now, this is not a corporate statement. This is a personal life vision. Vision is simply what you can see in the future, which has nothing very much to do with you. It is a larger purpose in life. The vision is what you see, almost unattainable. Mm, right. Your life mission it's next. What do you need to do to get there? Now, that can change from year to year. So it's, it's, so it's okay. If you, if you tell yourself, this year, my mission is to write a book so that more people can know about me. That's fine. Next year, I want to tour five countries in Asia. I want people to hear about me. That's fine. That's your mission. And then we come to the last one. Actually, not really last. It's very important as well. It's the values you have. Are the values you have? Or what are, how do you do your mission? How do you conduct yourself? Is there something that's non-negotiable, that you wouldn't bend for anything? That values determine how you are branded. So to summarize, you need to know who you are. You need, you need to see something in the future that can contribute to human being. Thirdly, you need to know how you, what you're going to do to get there. Fourth, you need to know how are you going to conduct yourself while doing what you're doing. Mm. So that is personal branding. So the going on social media, um, serving charity, 
media management interviews like this are all just form. If you copy my form, you'll be in trouble because you you need to copy my substance, and my substance are not so easily seen. Right, and and a substance, and each person's substance is different, That's right? True. But when you talk about when you said that uh, you know finding your who you are and everything, mm. shouldn't values be there? That isn't isn't values going to determine who you are? That is very true too. If you look at your own personality, you're going to find values. So different personality look at uh, certain things differently. So for example, if my values, if I'm a perfectionist, my values will be black or white. No compromise, right? But if I'm an adventurer, my values will be exploration. All right, I don't care black, white, gray, I explore it. So nobody is absolutely right or wrong. It's just different values. So if I see that I can't compromise, I am, I am very fixated on the way I do things. I mean, I want to collaborate with someone who just want to do things differently, even though the angle may be the same. So it takes a certain degree of flexibility and, um, and determination. So we come to this term called brand association. brand association. If you associate with someone who has a different value, people eventually think you have a different value. You have the same value with this person. Ah. Yeah. So if you, don't, if, you, if you do not want that brand association, even though the vision and mission is the same, you may not want to work together. Okay. So when people look at me, I have so many <laughs> kinds of friends. I think people can't really tell, right? Okay. Uh, that brings me to another issue. You have different levels of people supporting your brand. What you're seeing are all your fans and friends. <laughs> okay. So they are, the, they are the foundation level. So you can have many people who love you mm. but may not want to follow you uh, that closely. They love what you do. They love to watch mm. by the side. That's, so that's okay. Mm. The next level is our advocates. People who consistently go around saying good things about you mm. and recommend you for assignments, for ah. gigs and so on. So that's another level. You higher than that are your mastermind group members. They are your peers from other industry, they are also as good as an influencer as you in the media. They sharpen your sword. Mm. That is another level. You higher up will be your coaches. Higher will be your mentor. So we have different levels of people identifying you as a brand. I call this the brand community, the brand tribal council, because they watch your back, they watch your top, they watch your future. And they definitely surround you. The tribal council. I, and I, I, I know we've just gone ahead of ourselves. Yes. But even, I think, so people get confused when they say personal brand. They think, I, oh, and they associate that, or they assume that I have to be like Richard Branson. That's right. So, and that's where they also try to be like that. But that's not who they are. Correct. So we had to ask, why is Richard Branson so fun-loving, so adventurous? What is he going after? Hmm. What is he trying to achieve by being who he is? So, for example... Steve Jobs has passed away six years ago. Mm. He's creative, but his vision is really, he wants to do something with, for education. He wants to educate people. And you know, one of the few conversations he has with Bill Gates before he passed away is, brother, I think we didn't do enough for education. So that is his vision. Okay, finding Apple, it's just the things he do to fulfill that. So if we just look at what he did for Apple and we try to emulate him, we may be an empty shell. We don't know exactly why are we doing what we do. So I think personal branding starts from a core. Two apples looks the same. Even if one of them are rotten from the inside. 
the outer skin is just as rosy, right? <laughs> so I hope this analogy will give everybody a clearer picture. So what's the difference between a fake and original? Mm. Yeah. You also described, I guess, you know, uh, I guess related to this is that personal branding is really what people are talking about you when you're not in, in the, the room. room. That's right. Okay, so, so, so it's a perception issue. So sometimes you may have a certain truth. You may have certain values that hold dear, but it's sometimes how you do it. So if eight out of 10 people say, I think this guy is ultra competitive, and that's it. That's your perception, people's perception of you. So you may be doing a lot of great things, but if your perception is ultra competitive, people are going to be afraid of you. People are afraid that you will overshadow them. You want all your limelight, and you're not going to give any platform to anyone. Mm. So... That is why you need your tribal council to watch your back, to tell you feedback. Uh, and, and I think feedback are hard to swallow, right? Mm. Personal branding. Pers- the word personal means, oh, just me, just one person. But if, you, but if you're a brand, you have a group of advisors. Okay, and you'll have to, I guess in, in a way, you have to be accountable. Mm. You, you have to make That's yourself accountable point. to That's other people. That's a very, people. very good point. You get accountable to your mentor and to your mastermind group members. So uh, not so much to coaches. Coaches are actually hired for your performance, mm. whereas a mentor is interested in your personal development. Right. So it's very different. Mentor is for the person. Coaches are for the performance. So I guess at this level, they're both telling you things that you can't see yourself, your blind spots. That's right. They are all getting you better in terms of attitude and skills, but they are different in hierarchy. So for example, a mentor can also be your advocates. Okay, mm. Because if they love you, you don't pay him, he don't pay, he just like you as a person, he mentor you. Uh, and he will be going around evangelizing for you. So, um, and, 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 and that is very important because he will see some, he's a radar. He can tell you, I think when you do this, in the long run, your perception to people will be this. Would you like to continue doing this? So that is a kind of what if kind of question. Hmm. Yeah, but imagine you don't have a mentor to tell you this. You always think you're right. And after three, four, five years, you think everything you do is right and you will not listen to anyone. And when you lack self-awareness, that's the beginning of downfall. Ah, So you always have to be searching. If you don't have that, you have to be searching out for these people. That's right. And sometimes you have to meet a lot of people. You have to go by a gut feel. Is this going to be someone you want to be a mentor? You want to uh, hire as a coach? And you want to invite as a mastermind group members? They all have different uh, roles in your life. So, uh, and that makes a brand. Mm. All right. And uh, you have to be open. Okay. So, I would, I would stick out my neck and say personal branding are for people who have attained a certain self-awareness, humility, because... If you're starting out too young, you just want to fly high. Hmm. But when you are mature, you just want to fly, fly far. Ah, All right, you okay, want to fast? Okay. Yeah, you fly high. But you want longevity, you fly far. So you begin to be like eager. You go on a high spot and you glide that's majestically. How, that, that sounds like a sound bite. <laughs> yeah, All right. But then if you're just starting out and you are, you know, you are a chicken and you try to flap your leg, you make a lot of noise. Mm. Everybody see that you're trying to fly. But you know what? You are not majestic. You don't have the aesthetic in terms of branding. Mm. So an eagle and a chicken, is, uh, they, they look the same from far anyway. Right. <laughs> so, and, and the question then, do you want to fly high or you want to fly, fly far? far. Yeah. All right. I'm here with Andrew Chow uh, talking about his book, book, Personal Branding 24-7. And then we'll find out, you know, what is effective personal branding? What's supposed to look like in just a moment? You're listening to Enterprise, BFM 89.9. Best Flipping Moments, BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
This is Enterprise. Good morning. Frida Liu here. I'm uh, speaking to Andrew Chow, media strategist, entrepreneur and author, uh, talking about his new book, Personal Branding 24-7. And of course, uh, Andrew has been here many, many times already. We had a good discussion about personal branding earlier on and how you need your brand tribal council with you. Now, what is effective personal branding supposed to look like? What kind of impact should you experience if it's done right? What are some examples? In order to do it right, we have to go through certain internal processes. I, I feel, number one, anyone should do what we call a buyer persona exercise. A buyer persona is our study of our target audience, not demography, it's psychography. That means I have to think, feel, and act like my target audience. So if I'm reaching out to a certain group of people, I have to answer the following questions. What are their biggest challenges? What are their motivation in life? What are their excuses of not listening to me? What are their fear of listening to me? What do they already know? What else do they need to know? And where can and where are they finding information right now? So I have to answer this to get into the mind of the people in order to elicit certain keywords and certain uh, pain point. Then I construct what I call a unique selling preposition statement. That is really, really good. So for example... Let's talk about Air Asia that we all know so well in Malaysia. You know what's that tagline? It's now. Everyone, everyone can fly. fly. The keyword is now, not before. Now, with me, everyone can fly. That is such a powerful positioning statement. Mm. And, uh, and you always remember why, why Air Asia survived until today. And, 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 uh, and you know, we go to KLA to Yoni Sirate, you know, and, and that is branding. That is really very strong. That is what they stand for. So if you do not serve uh, someone specifically, you end up serving everyone. When you serve everyone, you become a commodity. It's no longer a brand. You only serve certain groups of people better than anybody else. You reach them faster, better, more effectively than anybody else. That is unique selling preposition. It takes some time to crystallize. And that is your three to five second pitch in the elevator. No longer 30 seconds. It's three <laughs> seconds, right? So The lifts are moving faster. Moving faster. <laughs> and, and then if you cannot tweak it out, it's too long. Mm. If you cannot have a one full tweak, if, if one tweak is too short for it, it's too long. Okay, what's Andrew Chow? For me, I offer clarity in the midst of complexity in everything I do. Ah. So clarity is what you need. We have a lot of people that make simple things complicated. I specialize in making complicated things simple to understand. So if I define personal branding, it's uniqueness, make visible. Three words and you understand. It has three components. Uniqueness is internal, it's audit. Make is a strategy to convert. Visible is about brand communication. Okay, so now how about instances uh, of personal branding done wrong? Mm. Some stories there. So done wrong, I believe it's some, some people done it wrongly because of accident. Maybe it's a command out of place. Mm. So that you have to learn. No one, I mean... No one is a Cinderella on social media. You <laughs> will learn along the way. You know, sometimes you can have the best of intention and people are just interpret the wrong way. And it's, it is because human beings are emotional. When we are emotional, we will make decisions that are emotional and we will touch on emotional pain point. So uh, you just have to stay focused. That is why your tribal council, your fans are important. When you are in the crisis on social media, never, never be the first to speak. Your fans should come to your rescue mm. and you speak last to wrap up everything. But you are the first one to speak. That means your brand is a lonely brand mm. that has no follower. 
and it's only during a crisis you know where your followers are. So that is one case when things are done wrongly. And I think number two, it's brand association. If you are someone uh, who claims to have a lot of integrity, mm. if you have frequent photograph with people who lacks integrity on Facebook, you may be just purely having a drink. Yeah, you may be having a cocktail party. You may even be attending the same event together. If you take a photograph together often enough, uh-huh. people form perception as well. Now, you can say he's my friend, but it's again the perception. You have to balance. Mm-hmm. You really have to balance. So it's not a fine line. I would say, yes, it depends on you. You can still go on to do that, but people are going to make judgment. Mm-hmm. And sometimes things go wrong because people make the wrong judgment on you. But it doesn't matter. As long as you know your call, a brand can be misunderstood. It's okay. Not everybody likes Apple. Not everybody likes the other brand, mm. but you just have to move on. You, as long as your tribe is big, as long as you don't make more enemies than your friends, I think it's okay. <laughs> okay, so this, what, how do you conduct a brand audit of yourself? I think a brand audit starts with strength and weaknesses. That is very natural. And you hear conventional wisdom. Okay, let's work on your strength. Minimize your weakness. Now I go the other way. I take a contrarian view. Yeah. If your strength is already 85%, do you know to to be improved to 95% takes a lot of effort. i rather you work on your 10% or something else that you're weak in and make it up to 50%. Hmm. Then you are a more balanced person. A case in point. Okay. Take the basketball uh, take the basketball legend Michael Jordan. Do you know that being the one of the top scorer in the world has has ever lived? He's also the best defensive player of the year. He can his game has almost no weakness because every time when someone say, Michael Jordan can only dribble, he cannot shoot, he will start shooting well. He cannot, he can shoot, but he can't defend. He will start defending well. He will keep working on his weaknesses. That's mm. why he's such a balanced person. So as a brand, if your weakness is shyness in, per, in public speaking, work on it. Join your Toastmasters, come on air, practice confidence. If you sh- the more you shine away, the more the less effective you are as a personal brand. Because today, it's about standing out. Today, because of big data, disruption, yeah. disruptive economy, you have to stand out. You have to articulate be- something people want to know. So if you, if you don't speak, you can only write or you can only coach. And how many people can you reach out? Your vision might, may be big, but your mission is so small. It doesn't, it, it is not doing your vision any justice. Mm. So that's what I mean. Work on your weakness, not your strength, because your strength will always be there. You can turn your strength wow. on anytime, but your weakness is going to be your Achimini's heel. Mm, yeah. yeah. You're co- the contrarian. Huh? Yeah. And I'm just thinking, wow, where do I start? How many, so many weaknesses, where do I even begin? Uh, I don't see much weaknesses in you because, <laughs> because I think for you, uh, uh, one good point is you're already visible. And I think because you already open up channels of communication. Anything you stand for in the future, should you have a change of vision, you can instantly, seamlessly just go on to another vision and get people rally behind you. So uh, uh, you have an easier time than most people. <laughs> you already have a following. Uh, yeah. So the, the whole issue is people most of the time just see influencer being very visible, but they don't know what they stand for. Yeah. And that is so pitiful hmm. because it seems like if someone just want to make money, hmm. it's very clear. You just sell. But if you have a heart to serve, you know that you get involved in charity, you raise funds, you get volunteers involved. People can see that you are different and they will follow you. 
At the end of the day, people can cut through what is commercial and what is really charitable. Okay. Yeah. Now, the content in this book is broken up into four segments. We've been yeah. talking about uh, the sure. fundamentals, the substance, the positioning, and the form, and we've, yes. we've touched a little bit yes. on this. And uh, Are these uh, the steps to creating effective personal branding? I mean, and, and we'll, I guess we'll now go mm. through, let's, let's go through the fundamentals, right? Mm. Um, so the fundamentals, you discuss the myths behind personal branding, mm. and there are eight key ones, right? Uh, okay. So, a lot of myths would be that uh, it is about how you dress, mm. all right? It's about one-man show. It's about just me. It's about promotion. And, uh, and, they, and then the most, the most dangerous myth is I don't need personal branding. To them, to people who don't believe in personal branding, I have something golden to say. Everyone's a brand, regardless whether you like it or not. Mm. If you don't do your own branding, others will do it for you. <laughs> so, so... Uh, whether you're working in a company, how often do you feel this, that you are a more competent worker, but you lose out to someone who can present better, who are in the right place at the right time, better than you, and they got yeah. promotion. And you, the faithful hard worker, didn't get promoted as fast, and you ended up working more hours, and someone else is less competent, enjoy better life than you. Now, then you start complaining life is unfair. Mm. But the problem is that the problem may be starting with you. You did not do yourself any justice. Because the world is, com- is the world is competitive. You can compete in your own way, but you have to compete anyway. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, right? Unless you're a hermit, mm. you will be seen. That's right. Right? You will be seen regardless. So how, then if you're going to be seen, how do you want to be seen? Yeah. And, and it's very interesting. How do you be seen? And actually, some people are unseen. That is also a way to be seen. I don't uh, see you around. I don't see you. I don't see you speaking up. I don't see you doing this. It's that is the thing. It's not a matter of whether how I want to be seen. It's a lot of people, they are doing a lot of things to be unseen. Mm. So for me, I think knowing how to present in front of a group is important. Knowing how to have critical thinking is important because that shows that you have a very powerful engine up here in between your ears. Being able to sense what is coming, the devil's advocate in you, the positive side, it has to bring out in the corporate environment, a team player, leadership style, you got to be executive in the right places at the right time. All these contribute to your brand, whether you like it or not, because people are watching, although passively, hmm. and over time, they form a perception of you. Okay, hmm. I think this guy has no potential because, you know, he doesn't display anything. So we always see the form first. Remember, people cannot see your uniqueness and substance so clearly. So why not use the form to tell people what, what kind of gems you are, hmm. you know? Yeah. So polishing takes some time. So personal branding also takes some time. Okay. And so, yeah, yeah, so I, 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 I really think for everyone and not just entrepreneur, it's more important now for people who are working, especially on LinkedIn. Hmm. A lot of people are not doing themselves justice. Their LinkedIn is skeletal, no? hmm. but they may be very high flyer, but nobody knows. The problem is when you're in between jobs, uh. You'll be you'll be worse than the fresh graduates, because the fresh grad today they all know LinkedIn before they graduate. They mm. were given classes to jazz up their account. Their account may look just as impressive because of the way they write. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, and I know some universities that do that. That's yeah. the, the moment you enter university. Most of them, yeah, right? most of them. I taught a few, okay. so I, I can tell you, when it comes to master's level, they really can write. And a lot of them are already doing their own business. Mm. And and yeah, it's quite amazing that today. 
the world is very different. Okay, and you yeah. talk about discovering your substance, right? And mm. we talk about having this vision, mission, mm. USB, and even your the personality, mm. right? How do you how do you go about discovering your substance? Personality, I think we mm. didn't talk much about that. Okay, so personality, you can always take a personality test, and uh, I devise a a a product that goes alongside the book. So we have a lot of personality descriptor. You just choose nine nine pieces that you want. Take away, maybe choose the top five. Take a picture, send it to three BFF, mm. best friends forever out there, and ask, hey, buddy, True enough. I have chosen this. Do you think it's me? And your friends say, ah, don't, don't, don't try to keep me. This is not you, man. All right, then it's either you are wrong about yourself or your friend has a different perception of you. But if your friends say, this is so you, man. You're on the right track. You understand yourself. The first step, understand yourself. Is it so strange, Vida? Have you ever seen, I think you've seen a lot. You're given one minute to, dis- to talk about yourself. People take 15 seconds and they, s- and they sit down. Mm. It's so pitiful because you know yourself for 20, 30, 40 years. <laughs> why you don't even... <laughs> you know yourself all your life. Yeah. <laughs> so why are you so shy? And actually, I often ask this question uh, to everyone and to most people. And they, by the time they come to the fifth adjective, they are lost of what to say. Mm. So... Uh, Self-discovery is important. When you discover yourself, ask yourself, what do you want to see? What, you're born in this world. What can you contribute? Then your vision will come. Hmm. It actually comes with age. <laughs> I wasn't like this when I was younger. All, all I want is have a good life, man. I want to be the fast, first, first one, fastest one out of the gate, right? Uh-huh. You want but, to fly high. You want to fly high, right? Mm. But after that, you find that since you're high, you, must, you now need to know how to glide. Hmm. Because you can only glide when you're high So yes, you fly high to fly far You have to learn how to fly far If not, the only way will be down hmm. Yeah, and people who don't like you Won't be there to catch you Right Yeah, so personal branding is about um, Creating connections, positive connections With a lot of people around you So that when you want to do something You don't do it yourself from personal branding, it becomes a powerful brand hmm. that rallies people. That is, to me, the ultimate objective. Okay. Yeah. And how about, okay, then hmm. we've got your, your we got the fundamentals, uh, discovering your substance, then the positioning. The positioning is the strategy. Mm-hmm. So uh, so I talk about the 10-person, one mentor, two coaches, three masterminds, four, four mm. advocates. That's a must. People come first in your life. Then you have to ask yourself, okay, this is what I want to do. Are there any products I need to create? Are there any bundling I need to do? I, are there any keynote address I need to formulate? Mm. I know, which tech talk should I go? Mm. For example, uh, should I form a community? If yes, do I do it on Facebook? Do I do it on Google Plus? So all these things comes later, mm. not before. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and of course, that is the fun part. It's visible because everybody can see. And, and, and then, you, and then your cheerleaders start coming. Oh, that's very cool. You know, like, but when you're doing a personal audit, nobody will say, that's very cool. You are doing a personal audit. Personal audit is such a lonely, I won't say lonely. It's a personalized thing. It takes time, but nobody knows, only you. So it's okay to do some self-reflection. And when you strategize, um, always learn progressively. You, you won't know what, what you're offering, it's what people want. Mm. So you've got to ask, you've got to crowdsource. Mm. And that is, again, has to do with social media. So you crowdsource, then you co-create, and then you create. 
Okay. It's the same with content creation on social media. I want to talk a little bit more about co-creating, but before that, you were saying one, one, one mentor, one mentor, two coaches, two coaches, three mastermind group members, three mastermind group four members, four advocates. So four. one, two, three, four is ten people in your life ah. at least. Of course, plus you will be the eleven. But it's ten. You have to look for it. Minimum ten more. Bless you. Very good. Right. Minimum, you should have that because that's always something to improve. Right. So if I feel my voice not very good. I hire you as my voice coach. Mm-hmm. You are my coach. You are hired for performance only. Mm. For example, when my performance is already up to par, I may decide that, okay, now we part ways. I go for another coach. Uh. Right? But if you're on par, you may be my pastor, my group members. So yes, sometimes dual role, but these 10 guys, you need to find them. Mm. Have you ever wondered, there are a lot of gurus out there mm. who has never seemed to learn anything for so many years from anyone and yet every year they're cheating they are teaching mm. where did they get <laughs> the, the knowledge that was a Freudian slip they're cheating <laughs> yeah sorry you know, that wasn't intentional maybe it's the morning you know why are they teaching new things every year and everything seems to come from them no one is that smart right. to internalize so many things we all learn from people and we adapt mm. so please honor those you learn from Okay. Yeah. And, and we'll continue our discussion uh, uh, in just a moment on how to communicate uh, your personal brand. Uh, I'm here with Andrew Chow talking about his book, Personal Branding 247. This is Enterprise BFM 89.9. Before Friday materializes, BFM 89.9. You're listening to Enterprise and uh, Frida Liu here speaking to Andrew Chow talking about his book Personal Branding 24-7. Andrew is a media strategist, entrepreneur and author and you know um, we talk about the positioning early on the 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 areas in your book um, the fundamentals, discovering your substance the positioning um, and you you touched a little bit about co-creating. What is this Mm. co-creating? Co-creating it's a journey of growth. Mm. When before everybody is a guru, he, is, he, he or she wants a novice, an amateur, a rookie. So when you're learning, you have to work with people, co-creating. So, uh, for example, if I want to create a program on how to manage media, I don't do it myself. I need to include uh, key stakeholders like maybe members of the press, members of the media like yourself. We form a panel. We 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 have 360 kind of approach to the same topic. That is co-creation. I, I don't do it myself. I involve other gurus that increase the value of my workshop, for example. Only after I crowdsource enough, co-create enough, okay, I may include everybody's wisdom into a book. That is my creation. Uh, but I still give due credit. Right. I just package it in a way that people can digest and make it digestible. Mm. So that is creation. A book is a creation. A blog is a creation. A podcast is a creation. Your public speaking keynote are your creation. Mm. All right. Ten ways to relax yourself before you come on stage. Now that wisdom, it's not just all you. Mm. You learn it from someone else, but you just repackage, you readapt it to a certain audience based on your previous persona that you have done. So, you're not talking to an expert. You're talking to people who want to learn public speaking. So it must be very simple, easy to understand. If you're talking to a fellow professional speaker, you'll be talking about product design. Mm. You'll be talking about workshop uh, mechanics and so on, very advanced. So that itself is, again, another journey. So what I'm saying is 
different people learn differently, and even we are self learning. Why don't we co-create? When we don't know anything, we crowdsource. We ask. We do a survey. Hey guys, what do you really need? You know, can you rank all these ten items by in order of priority? And then you know, oh, the market actually wants this. Then you go according to that, and not going according to what you think the market needs. No marketer do it this way. Everybody do a persona, and when a persona is wrong, can you imagine everything from that point is wrong? Ah, yeah. Okay. Because you are addressing to someone who actually don't really need you. You know, can you imagine you grow up, you grow up all your life thinking that you're going to slay a dragon, until one day people tell you there's no dragon actually in this <laughs> world, right? <laughs> so the dragon slayer may be a good personal branding, but he has no audience, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. Or nobody want to buy. Okay. And that is that. Now you you communicate um you how do you communicate your personal brand effectively and of course you uh, mm. line different channels there's social media there's mm. mainstream media mm. uh, public speaking writing uh, a book writing a book getting involved in charity there's so many uh, things that you can do okay yeah. so these are the, some of the ways um and and is there one way that's more effective than the rest or it all works together okay the simplest thing to do is to be on social media mm. the most difficult to do to me. Mm. It's getting involved in charity and ultimately to even form your own charity because it is, it is a tedious task. But when you do all your social media due diligence, you have spoken to enough people, you've written a book, you have enough, your followers are mature enough to support you in charity. Now, my story. Recently, I celebrated my 50th mm. uh, life, 50 years of life. Okay. I don't call it birthday, right? Yeah. This is my 50th year of life, 50 years old. I took 50 best Instagram pictures from all around the world. 11 countries have spoken. I blow it up to a canvas using my mobile, mobile phone. Mm-hmm. And I did a personal photo exhibition. And I told my friend, if you like some of this work, can you buy it? Adopt it. That's the word. For $288. And the money will all go to charity. And I'm so heartened that 36 of them bought it. So mm. I sold 70%. Of course, the other remaining 30%, I still donate to charity. Mm. So what I mean is this. You can't do... You can't be effective in fundraising for charity unless you have done a lot of communication of your brand. Mm. People buy you. Yeah. When they buy you, they buy everything you stand for. If they don't buy you, you have to back them. Mm. All right, and that is the difference. I just persuade. I just text. Can you, can you do it? And sometimes, yes, people do it for friendship. But you know what? They are many friends too. Mm. Why say yes to you? It's because right. you have a brand. People like to be associated with you. People like to be a donor. And when and the opening night, I, I honor all of them. I invited my charity and I launched my book. So a lot of things, after a while, it all has to go concurrent. It becomes a one sweet blend of strategy. Mm. It's consistency. It's a way of life. And that is the reason why I always name my book 247. Okay. Now, you, so you, you capped off the book by talking about paying it for this is what yes. you do. Why is this so, uh, why is this part of personal branding? Why is it important? Okay. I find that this is a common ingredient. You, you know, in most of the dishes that we cook, yeah. there's always this ingredient you have to put it in in order to taste nice. It can be garlic. Mm. It can be, yeah. it can be anything, right? So, so charity, it's giving. Giving is like the garlic. Okay. <laughs> it has to be inside. It, you can't be a brand if you're a thicker. And how do you brand a thicker? You, it's impossible to brand a thicker. Mm. Everybody run away, right? Yeah. If you're a giver, anything, give your time, give your money, give your resource, give your life, that be, are always attractive. It's almost seductive mm. that people will come to you as a giver. They cannot understand 
That is why one of my one of my trainer friend actually said it very eloquently. You want to copy my form? Make sure you copy my generosity. Hmm. Because if you don't copy my generosity, whatever you do is just an empty shell, and that is so true. So, uh, uh, I am thankful. My friends call me a giver. Uh, I didn't set up to be a giver, but I think about it. I think getting involved in charity—it's an expression of your giving. Hmm. Because these people that you serve will have no chance to repay you, and that is the real giving. Right. You do something for someone that has a chance to repay you. That's not really giving, okay. right? It's trading, it's <laughs> investment, right? But I, but I know that there are so much inequality in this world. You know, if you travel around the world, you go to Kenya, you see children not going to school, and all they do is to ask for candy hmm. because sugar actually make them growing up. So can you imagine their whole life is asking for candy? They should be in school. Hmm. But they're not going. So my vision is really now to make sure that there's hundred percent literacy rate in the world. I know I can't do it alone, but I can do something, and hmm. I want to influence somebody else to join me. And that is why, when I have a new vision, after a while, the vision owns you. You don't own the vision anymore. Hmm. And uh, that is why I write the book, and I hope that people can be inspired to look at themselves as a brand, and eventually. The world is waiting for your contribution. All right, and how can people get hold of your book? It's now already available in uh, most bookstores, Times Popular, MPH, and uh, it's distributed by MPH. Uh, well, I don't do online anymore. Uh, it will be found in Amazon very soon, mm. but in Malaysia, most of the bookstore. Uh, and I think in July, I'm going to have a public launch mm-hmm. uh, with Social Media Week in July. Right. So. Uh, I think every uh, award winner will get a book. Okay. Yes. Thanks for being with us again. Uh, I've been speaking to Andrew Chow. You've been listening to Enterprise BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.